Hey folks, welcome back to the show. This is We'll Take It From Here with Joe and Don. He's your host. I'm Joe. I'm Don. Welcome back. Episode 18, right? Episode 18. It's been 18 weeks since 18 we started. 18 weeks. Right? And then yeah. guess, guys, we have a special guest again. He's making uh, another comeback. It's Dr. Gus Moodis. Welcome back, Gus. Thank you so much. I can't believe how many weeks has it been? 18 weeks? 18, 18 weeks. Man, it feels like a lifetime, but right? that's because I missed you guys so much. Yeah. So like, thank you again for having me on, and we'll, I don't know what you guys want to talk about, but I'm here, and Absolutely. we'll go, we'll go forward, whatever. Perfect. You know, we'll, we'll awesome. Free flow, you know? Hey, that's, see, that's the, the, the name of the game here. We'll mm-hmm. take it from here. We just like to free flow, have right. a conversation, listen out. And actually, uh, like I said, I guess is a repeat uh, guess so repeat offender repeat oh, offender yeah right. uh, absolutely <laughs> uh he's on episode 10 we just did an introduction uh, i guess you know just a little bit of a background and if you want to listen to that episode go back to episode 10 folks it's a magnificent episode we spoke about a lot of cool things i uh, guess been working with the department of justice, uh, justice for yeah. 32 years right. clinical psychologist and forensic right. psychologist right. a lot of interesting things we spoke about in the 10th episode definitely knew this was going to be a multi-episode oh, yeah. a multi multi-part episode with Gus. It's very interesting. So yeah, great. Uh, Well, welcome back. Thank you uh, so much. Yeah, pleasure. I know we, we, one thing that you did mention the uh, other time you were here was how you know you work with relationships, right? I do. Being that Don and I are younger gentlemen and, you know, in the dating game Mm -hmm. right now, and most men are, most women are too, and, you know, actually most older Men and women also who are yeah because it's a high divorce rate yep. so I you know they go on plenty of fish and I call it regurgitation regurgitation yeah. <laughs> so people have enough baggage to true. send them yeah it's true. freaking love it's it true. I love it people keep throwing them back yeah right yeah, you know what? not a good catch um, but yeah since since that's the case and a lot of uh, relationships are a big thing these days figure that we'll we'll let's talk about that you know um a couple of things that you were saying uh, wasn't one of them that you were um, you said you you had you you worked with a lot of people, but didn't you come from a conference? Were you telling me upstairs? What was it you were telling me upstairs? Uh, you 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 have a lot of clients that you work with that what it's a divorce. Um, yeah, well, let, let let me tell you what. I, first of all, I I work with a lot of being in forensics and tying in relationships. So I study very hard, and I I I got licensed in addition to being a psychologist. I got licensed as a marriage and family counselor. Oh, cool. Okay. But I don't do it. Why? Because I witnessed uh, a lot of things. When relationships go wrong, guys, it's really, really, really bad. So I could tell you that. I kind of got out of it, but I help people with relationships so to learn what to look for so they don't get into the wrong relationship because it could be very tragic when that happens, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Especially who suffers or the, if they have kids, they suffer. You know, the extended family suffers. There's a lot of bad problems that could go along. So... Uh, we could talk about that. I could give you some examples of that and maybe what to look for. And I could tell you what you really need to look for in a relationship for it to be uh, successful. Oh. It's probably counterintuitive to what everybody told you. Hmm. I, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people today that go off of celebrities and yeah. pop culture on what a yeah. relationship should be. And then what happens is people look at that and say, okay, well, I need to do what they're doing. And it may not be, would you agree if you, um, with me if I say that what works for some will not work for all? And, and you know, you shouldn't really, just because one person makes their relationship one way doesn't mean another, another couple needs to follow that. Yeah, that's, that's kind of 
kind of tragic. Like, if you don't know yourself and you don't know the person you're with, yeah, it's kind of immature uh, to follow um, people that are celebrities or perhaps people that are on social media. Now, as far as, like, social media, that that's just a make-believe world mm -hmm. uh, because nobody can look good all the time and take these cropped-up pictures mm -hmm. and all this bullshit. It's... It's just a make-believe world. So if you look towards somebody that if you say they're a power couple or, you know, why can't we be like that? You're always going to be disappointed. It's kind of childish. you got to look at yeah. who you are, be mature enough to know what, what your needs are, what your personality is like, the good and the bad. And uh, the key really is compatibility. Mm. If Just keep that word in mind, compatibility. Because if you don't have compatibility, you're, you're going to be in trouble. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and what do you mean by compatibility? Every, okay, that's a good question. Every, everything you could even think of, if you're, the, if you're the same religion, if you like the same foods, if you have the same political views, if your family of origin are very similar. You see, guys, this is why, like, for example, like people are against arranged marriages, but they, statistics show that they work very well. Why? Because the two people are very compatible. They're right. usually from the same town. They kind of know each other. Hmm. They know their likes, dislikes, and it works very well. Think about any relationship you, you have. It's probably not because you're compatible with something. You're fighting because you want to go one way and the other person wants to go the other way. Usually. Usually. Um, so compatibility, look for that. that the one thing uh, about that, though, that it's funny. When you said arranged marriages usually work, you say statistically they usually statistically, work. Statistically, yeah. Do, do you have like a number on that that you remember seeing? I'd say or? the divorce rate is very low. We're, we're on, low. Under, under, way under 5%. Way under 5%? Yeah. And isn't the divorce rate like 50% Maybe in even the United more. States? Yeah, right even, even more, yeah. It's wow. funny that you say that because it... I would think I, I would just as me personally, I would hate arranged marriage. Like I can't pick who I want to be with and like explore with this person beforehand. Right. But then you no five percent less than five percent right. divorce rate. Mm. Right. That's well, incredible. The other thing is the cultures that do that take marriage extremely serious. So, you know, not that there's not any problems. I'm just saying compatibility works to a, a marriage, a, a sustainability of a marriage. It works in the marriage's favor. Compatibility. Awesome. So would you say, because people say opposites attract, is that bullshit? Yes, total. So that's, that's not true. Total. They do attract. Yeah. They do attract. But they don't work. But they don't work. They yeah. do attract. Gotcha. Because opposites attract because it's that one part of each of you that's not fulfilled. So that's why you attract, that you can figure that you can fulfill each other. Like if I'm shy, you know, maybe... Uh, I, you know, somebody could fulfill me that's more social, that could go out, you mm. know. Uh, but maybe I'll resent that later. You Makes know, sense. I can't be myself. Exactly. Yeah. Well, maybe all the time then, uh, let's just right. say, if the, right. if the girl's more going out and then the guy's more reserved, right. that's good. So she pulls him out of the shell. But then after a while, if he doesn't want to go to the freaking bar seven days a week. Yeah. Every week, you know, mm -hmm. and that would like start to get crazy. Yeah, makes sense. I can so, see that. So probably be fun for a little while, but maybe not a, maybe <laughs> yeah. not a relationship. Yeah, well, I've seen like younger uh, women in particular, they have this idealized version of the guy mm -hmm. and the, the guy, what they see cognitively is kind of masked because that's not who the guy really is. So what they try to do is shape the guy. Ah. They try to shape the guy who they think that they want to be with. Instead of actually searching for the right well, compatible no, mate. Right, right, no, you're right. You're right, searching for the... But if you have in your mind the ideal mate and it keeps getting morphed into something different and mutates like a virus, you're never going to be happy with anybody. And that's really caused by, like you said, social media, 
the idealization of what it should be like. The other thing in a relationship, any type of relationship, is even if you're compatible, this is why compatibility is very important, the ability to overcome uh, differences and conflict resolution. So if you're not mature enough to do that, you're going to have a problem. The other thing is either the, uh, the male-female doesn't matter or male-male, female-to-female, it doesn't matter. If they always want to be right and they want to shape you and you're, you're, um, you're getting into a lot of fights, it's going to really cause big problems. Mm -hmm. And I could give you examples of some of the big problems that I've seen in relationships. I can, can yeah, can you maybe share a couple? Of the, I don't know, how, you know well, if there's any details you can't share, that's fine. But. I'll give you complete details. This was back in the 80s and uh, I was on, on call at the hospital. And there was a guy that the police brought in because he had done something very heinous. Uh, and and he his English wasn't too good, but he was Greek, so I speak Greek fluently. So they called me up to interview. Mm -hmm. So here's what happened. This is, this is a true story, not opposed to anything else. Everything I tell you is going to be true. Maybe slightly modified. This is completely true. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention. Okay, so this guy, he got picked up in Jersey, but he was from Florida. And he was living with his wife and mother-in-law. Okay, this was a while back. We're talking about 1984 here, so my memory. You just try to get the facts straight, you know. Miami Vice was popular. Yeah, you know, down, yeah. yeah. And all the Coke money built up Miami, and then the building collapsed because it was built with Coke money. That's, you know, the, recently. So anyway, so I come in. Wait, what happened? So I read the report, the police report. I'll tell you what happened. Um, he, got, he got in a fight with his wife, and they were constantly arguing. Now, she wasn't the same religion. They weren't the same culture. And, you know... Uh, uh, Greek Southern Europeans would tend to be hotheads, you know, a little bit. It's one thing. And he had a fight, and he lost it. And what he did was he went, he gave domestic violence a new name. I mean, he slugged the wife. Holy mm. shit. Slugged the wife. There was a little dog, right? And they had a cat, and the dog is a pet. The, the mother-in-law started coming after him. <clears throat> he grabbed the dog by the hind legs. It was a little dog, one of these little Yorkies or whatever. Smashed the dog oh, over man. the mother the mother in law's head, knocks Holy her out, gave her a concussion. Yeah, this is this is this is what could go wrong. And then the thing that he he ran out and he did something real crazy. He took the cat and he microwaved the cat and exploded <laughs> the cat. This is I mean, did nobody even believe Holy this? Shit. What? So this, this is one of the worst crimes I've ever heard. I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, right. Microwave the cat. It is possible. I hate cats. I, well, I, you know, poor thing. I mean, you don't have cats. I just, do you? No, I don't. And, have and no. this guy had no. I would never history. do that. Yeah, I know. Well, of course not. The guy had no history, no nothing. Mother-in-law got a concussion. The wife was okay. And here's the crazy part: they didn't want to press charges on him. They wanted him back. What? what? Mm -hmm. How do you want somebody back? I, and that's why he wound up in the psych ward because they felt that he should get an evaluation before he's let loose. Yeah. So, so the, they never ended up pressing and, charges. No, no. But don't forget, 1984, in 1995, 96, the must arrest law occurred in, for domestic violence. Uh -huh. So if the police arrive and they see viol overt violence, it's not up to the other person to press charges. The police will press charges and get you the hell out of the house. Right, because they'd be afraid. Yeah, it's called they'd the Muscle Arrest right? yeah. It was sometime in the mid-90s. In 1984, guys, that didn't exist. Huh. So, you know, hey, he, he went in, uh, you know, 
Seemed seem normal to me. No past psych history. He just Jesus lost it. Jesus Christ. No drugs, no nothing. Did, did, so <laughs> you obviously, when you were talking to him, this is what he seemed normal. Yes. Did he... Would you say that's sociopathic? Did you think he was a sociopath when you were talking to him? Because isn't that when you can do heinous crimes, but you seem normal inside? He lost it, guys. You well, know, the human mind and the body and the spirit could lose it. Hmm. And you could, we're all capable of losing. And do you get it back? Do you, sure, you get it back. You know, my mother always used to say, one second of a miscalculation will give you a lifetime of misery. Wow. You lose sure. it one second, and, that, and that's, you know, and I'm not blaming the victim or anything. It was just a bad spot. How, you know, you never know how somebody could snap. And people challenge me on that. You know, oh, you know, uh, I can never shoot anybody. I can never kill anybody. I can never do this. I can never do that. And, and this happened over... When was the last hot? Mother's Day, right? Mother's mm -hmm. Day. So we had a nice lady over, you know, friend of the family. And, you know, yeah, she's, we were having a conversation. And, you know, she goes, I, I think you uh, kind of promote violence with your view. I said, no, 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 no. Listen to me. This is like politics. Politics is what politics is versus reality. So your, your view that you don't like violence, fine. You don't like it. That's fine. But I'm telling you, you're perfectly capable of being violent. Oh, yeah. And her son was there, and, and, and she goes, no, I'm not. I said, okay, somebody comes in here with a knife. You have a gun. They put a knife to your son's throat. Could you shoot him? She goes, yeah, of course I'm going to shoot him. I said, there you there go. You go. There, there you go. You're violent. Yeah. You're going to blow the guy's head off with yeah. a gun. I rest my case. Okay. You know, yeah. Homo sapiens won out over Neanderthals because of our superior ability to kill, and that's just in our DNA, okay? Huh. So put, put this guy in the wrong place at the wrong time. He just snapped. I don't call it a blackout. Like if you drink too much, I call it a red out. Guys, that's not a good place to be. Bad huh. things could happen. But so. do you think this red out occurred? Um, do you, just going back to the story. So, yeah. okay, he hits the wife. That's awful. Then he, he, he yeah. uses the dog as a baseball bat. The even dog. Worse. Okay. All right. And then fries the cat. Fries the cat. <laughs> hits the, no. Well, you missed that one part. Oh. Okay. So he hits the wife. Yep. Then the dog starts barking naturally defensively yeah. to guard the wife who he was closer to, right? And probably snapped at his leg. Then the mother-in-law's coming after him doing one of these. He grabs the dog because it's a little dog, grabs it by the hind legs and swings it around and hits the mother-in-law on the head with the Holy dog. Holy shit. With the dog. Used the dog as like a bat, like you yeah. said. And then the cat just was around, grabbed it. He had to finish huh. his scenario. Do you think this read out though, like, do you think like any normal person could do that? Or you think there was a lot of built up rage over years or it's hard mental, to, mental? Yeah, problem? it's hard to say. Okay. It's hard to say what caused it. Okay. But I'm telling you, he didn't have a past history. He had never been arrested, nothing. Wow. But I, I got to tell you that, you know, one thing that I learned how to do as a psychologist, it isn't a good thing, but, you know, it was to extract information from people and, um, I could get people to, to get pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what techniques you use to get them better, you use to break them down. And whatever was going on in his head, he just snapped. We're all capable of that. Mm. But you're right, though, Joe. You're right. Because, I, you know, he obviously didn't have a good relationship. Obviously, if this woman, the both of them, the mother and daughter, want him back, something's wrong with them, too. I was thinking the same thing. There's something wrong with them, too. I'm not blaming yeah. the victim. Don't get on me. I'm not blaming you. <laughs> get on. They're me. gonna take that clip and just exactly. Yeah. I'm just telling you what you think, uh, and I'm telling you reality. 
It's not normal to want a person back like that, but it is normal in domestic abuse, okay? Isn't it called the Stockholm Syndrome? Yeah, it's Stockholm Syndrome, and then oftentimes it's women that are getting abused that want the guy back, and I'm not saying it's right, but there's something wrong. They need help. Mm -hmm. The main thing is to get them to a shelter. Anyway, he went to, back to Florida. No must-arrest law back then, and fine and dandy. So wow. that's how I knew that it's very um, <clears throat> extremely, extremely important to marriage where relationships are extremely serious. You know, you got to get to know the person uh, real well. Um, you know, even if you're meeting online or whatever, I usually tell people just to start off having coffee in a public place. And if you're a woman, you're, you know, you, you might be vulnerable, uh, man, man too, but, you know, woman, you got to be careful. Meet, when you meet the person, meet them in a public place. Always mm -hmm. meet them in a public place. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And I know you were saying um, that you you have some tips, right, to mm -hmm. to decipher if this person to see if this person is compatible with you. Mm -hmm. And you said something on the end of the last show off air, mm -hmm. offline, you, you said something about, um, or it might've been on the show. I, I don't remember. You build up. So a lot of us yeah. go into a situation uh, yeah. like, okay, I have a hundred percent trust in this new person. Yep. And then you start taking away. Yeah. You said to do the opposite, go in with yeah. zero trust yeah. and build up. Can you expand upon that please? Yeah, it only makes sense. So, so people get disappointed because they go in and have a hundred percent trust. Okay. So, so if somebody, we're going to pick on men uh, for a little bit. Then Let's we'll do pick it. on women because you <laughs> yeah. know why? We've got to keep it fair and <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we pick on men. So the guy is meeting you. He could be having a, he could be a serial cheater. He could be uh, not getting along with his wife. Uh, maybe he says he's divorced. He's not. Maybe he's just separated. You don't know. And he's on plenty of fish or any, not, not picking on plenty of fish, any of these sites. And you don't know anything about this person. Might not even be his name. And, um, you know, you meet him and you give him 100% trust. That's wrong because he could superficially charm you and lie to you, tell you everything. In this day and age, you shouldn't believe anything that he says until you could kind of research and quantify who this person really is. In this day and age, real easy to do. You could easily do a background check on it. Mm -hmm. Find out if that's who they really are. Do they really work? How many bankruptcies have they have? What do they want from you? Is it genuinely you or is it a situation that they're looking to get into to get out of what they're into, which is usually not good. Mm -hmm. And it happens all the time. Not, not so much with younger people. I think as people get older, yeah, I've seen it. Mm. I've seen it, yeah. yeah. Wow, nice. And there's guys that, that just prey on married women, you know? Yeah. I've seen it, yeah. That is unfortunate. Yeah. That is unfortunate, yeah, yeah, I know. So is it like as you go throughout the relationship, it's like, okay, one good date, okay, 10%. <laughs> uh, they said this, 15%. You know. uh, it doesn't have to be quite like that. Yeah, something like that. It could be quite like that, but maybe you don't want to quantify it. But, you know, uh, there's always going to be like, we'll talk about shit testing a little bit. There's going to be a lot of that. And if if both of you pass, then you go on to the next level. That's mm. all. Okay. Just know one thing. You could trust somebody. You have to, listen, I've seen a lot of stuff, too, with infidelity. I, I could give you examples of that, too, um, where, you know, uh, one of the spouses is, is like the perfect woman or the perfect guy or whatever, perfect spouse, and they're not. Hmm. Usually they're not. You know? Yeah, it's like a mask. It's a what mask. You, like yeah. on the outside, they seem perfect. Yeah, but. yeah. Well, yeah. You know, like my my wife is a bad judge of character. She married me, so. That's <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you how else she's a bad judge uh -huh. of character. This is funny. Oh. 1984 again. We'll pick that. You know. This is a, a good year. Good 1984. Karate Kid. Bad year. Karate 80s. Kid came out. You're a martial arts. Karate Kid <laughs> came out then, but the original. But there was a couple, and yeah, you know, popular couple. The guy was really outgoing. Um. 
you know, the opposite of me. I mean, I, I'm, I kind of, I'm, I'm a sigma male, which means that, you know, I'm not an alpha. I don't need all the attention. I don't need to lead. I could, but I chose not to. But I pick and choose who I associate with. And I'm very loyal to the people I, I associate with. So there was another guy that was like an alpha male. And my wife said, why, why can't you be like, more like this guy? I said, okay, you know, she was shit testing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was doing one of these, uh, uh, a comparison shit test. All right, so why can't you be like that? Okay. I said, well, you know, I am who I am. And that's the end of it. And, you know, I, I hate to say this, but this guy really showed his colors. I mean, I kind of knew what he was, but. He was definitely an addict. He was definitely an alcoholic, compulsive gambler, and then he got into drugs. Anyway, it ended pretty bad with him and his wife. And then, you know, I mean, I always bust her balls, and I always say, why can't you be like that? (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I see Jennifer Aniston on TV. Why can't you be like that? She gives me the finger, and it's over. That's hilarious. Um, It's true. That's the shit test. The shit test. I see you have a here. You have a list of shit tests, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just... You know, because I'm getting a little bit demented as I get. <laughs> no, no, I love this. Hold on, I love this. But that was you said that was comparison. Let's stick on the comparison one, right? Yeah. So your wife was comparing you to someone else, saying, "Why aren't you more like this, right, or like this person?" Yeah. What was she? What was she trying to achieve by oh, saying that? Did yeah, she... yeah. She was trying to achieve balance, meaning like you better keep on your toes because I'm looking at another guy and I'm comparing you. And you got to, you know, ante up. I'd like you to be a little bit different, more social, more, um, I guess, get drunk more, you know. You know? <laughs> but that's why they do it. They do it to throw you off. Okay. Because women will always test you because they have the nesting instinct, you know. They mm. want to see if you're compatible to be able to take care of the situation. Unconscious process, not all women, but a lot of times. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, They yeah. don't mean anything by it. You just got to know how to handle it. Yeah. So, you know, you'd never want to get in a fight about it you just want to say okay if that's the way you feel i mean i am who i am but we'll see what happens and thank you and that's it yeah nice. so you should never change no I, well unless she has a really good point right. but if i'm seeing what this guy's really like and she isn't let time go by and we'll find okay. out yeah she's just charmed by the super you know they like compliments you know yeah. this guy was very complimentary i was always very respectful okay. yeah. i would never say to another guy's wife or girlfriend the things he said to my wife, you know, I mean, right. not, he didn't get disrespectful, but it's just not my speed. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. Superficially charming. What are you doing with this guy? You know, whatever. And I'll tell you one time I did lose it. Not with him, but we were away. You uh, redlined? Uh, uh, what's that? No, red, no, red no, no, no. You don't want me to redline. <laughs> no, no. You don't want me to redline. No, no, no. None of us want to redline, no. guys. But well, one guy was, was we were, I don't know, unloading at a hotel. We were away huh. and some guy, you know, I told you this guy's a hunt for married women or whatever. And, you know, he didn't see me. Um, he goes, oh, don't you have a husband to carry that? I go, here, he, she does, but you carry. And I threw the bag at him. He just, oh, love it. Man. Love it. Love yeah. it. I love that. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. stick it up for yourself. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, you don't do that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, how don't. I grew up, guys, you respect another guy's wife, their sister, their family. You know, 100%. picture it this way. You don't want anybody in your family treated that way. Yeah, you have absolutely. a mother. You have a sister. You have a, a, a grandmother. You don't want anybody disrespecting you. Yeah, it's, absolutely. You never want that. Golden but that's not the way the world is, unfortunately. No, the world's completely yeah. taking a different right. turn. But yeah. that doesn't mean I'm going to acquiesce to shithood. We all remain the gentlemen that we are, and that's it. Definitely. Yeah. For right. sure. I think that whole thing, chivalry, I can say the word. Chivalry. It's not dead. No. I, mean, I don't maybe think, it's dead to a lot of people. I don't think it's but dead, I, but you know. I'll tell you what. Here's what I see, and, and I know you guys are different. I know you probably were raised differently. Um, you know, I got to tell you that with young uh, women, it, it kind of is dead with the guys that they date. Yeah. 
because they were never reinforced to be able to be gentlemen, to open the door, to open the, the, the car door, to be able to also uh, pay for a date, of, you know, uh, go in, meet the parents. None of that. I, mm-hmm. I talked to some young women and, you know, I said, did, did he take you to the movies or anything, your boyfriend? Well, no, we just hung out. Well, what the fuck does that mean, <laughs> hung out? I know Netflix that and chill. Right. And I'll tell you, if I was young today, probably would never get married. Yeah, probably not. No? Uh, no. It just, it's, it's a different, different yeah, time. Yeah, because it's, I hate to say it, it's just like. Yeah. No, you know, say it, say it. I mean, women give it up too easy today, sorry. They just, oh, you know, you yeah. have sex anytime you want. But love is hard. Love is really hard. Yeah, I feel true, like. True love, right? Yeah. I feel like that has also do, uh, yeah. I feel like that has a lot to do with, and I, uh, Porn, because porn was was around when you guys were young. Well, but it you was had completely to get like a different. VHS tape yeah. and put it in. Or a magazine. Or yeah. yeah, or Sears Playboy, catalog. Yeah, yeah. 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 Playboy was, yeah, Penthouse. Yeah. It's so now it. it's accessible. And, um, you know, that's a good point. Like people want to act out what they see in porn just the way they want to act out yeah. a relationship scenario. Mm-hmm. So sexually, you know, you, you know, you, you know, you got to be like the porn guy. Yeah. Know? Or you got to be like the porn girl. But that's not life. But yeah, it's, it's kind of like the social media hell. It's not reality. Yeah. Like that's that's a movie. Yeah, but know? I'll tell you what is reality. I'll tell you, you raise a good point with sexuality. So compatibility with that is paramount. Let me explain to you what I mean. Like, if you get married and either spouse, I mean, if you want to have sex three times a week and that person wants to have sex once a month, you got a big problem. Yeah. Huge You're going to write out all the time. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. you got a big problem. Oh no, I couldn't do that. I was thinking about this the other day because oh. I was th- I was thinking about our, our episode coming up, and yeah. I heard, overheard someone say like, "Oh, blah blah blah," like you're gonna not, I'm not gonna have sex with you. It's like I don't know if she was joking or not. And I was thinking about that, like, yo, my wife and I, like, it's not gonna be no, I'm not having sex with you. It's, no. gonna be like, it's a part of it. Yeah, it's a part of it. It's like yeah. I want to have a fun time. It doesn't have to be sure. every day, but I can't do it once a month. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, you know, I mean, I take that seriously. I mean, I can speak for myself, like, uh, I. I would be the type that would move slowly. I mean, I wouldn't want to have sex with anybody right away. I would like to get to know them. I would like to have feelings for them. I've never done that. So that to me, that's important. Um, obviously, it doesn't make you a bad person or I'm not judging anybody. Oh, no. But, but if, if, if that's cool, you want to do that, that's cool. But yeah. that's just not me. I would rather get to know the person. Mm. A little, you know, yeah, for sure. Until they're comfortable. It, 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 it It's not enjoyable, like you said, if you want to uh, have romance and sex and they don't and they're pushing back, that, that's not comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, 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 for sure. You have to be comfortable. Yeah, in but the make no mistake. Women choose us. We don't choose them because they give you the love that you're seeking from them. So, you know, think about it. If you want to um, go out, right? Well, maybe it's different now. I don't know. But do women come up to you and ask you out? No. I no. I've never had that happen. Okay. No. Yeah. So basically, so that's right. So basically you have to pursue them. Which is fine. And if they re- right, right, it's fine. And then, but if they reciprocate back, you're more apt to enjoy being in their company because they're at least they're being nice to you, treating you good, and not snubbing you out. Yeah. Right. See, to me, I just I don't pick up on the signs. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, I could have been with a lot of women by now, but I'm like, after the night's over, you know, that chick was really into. You. Like, she was looking at you all night. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. I'm just here drinking my beer. Well, well were, you interested, were you interested in her, for example? Or? I, I didn't even notice. Oh, well, you didn't even notice. Well, so, no, it's because sometimes, like, women you just put the like, blinders if you on, like, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah you were this, is, this isn't all women, but um, sometimes, like, women will say, like, they'll do their signs at the bar, and the sign will just be, like, conf- like they'll, they'll be, like, looking at you. And it's like, dude, 
you could be looking at me like, like, how do am I supposed to know that that's the sign yeah, for me to come over? Like this, this and, then, yeah. and then when you come over sometimes, like some of them, and you know, there may not just be a very outgoing individual because you'll go over and they're, they seem not interested in you. So you're, you're, you're starting to reason. You're like, <laughs> well, you're looking at me. I, that's supposed to be a sign. I go over and you're not very responsive. I yeah. guess that means you're not interested. And, and then like, Joe's actually the guy working. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was just like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Um, well, you know what? It's a, it's a, my opinion with that is if you, if you see somebody out that you like, or if you're online or whatever, take mm-hmm. a chance. You got nothing to lose. Yeah. So that's what you can do is just say no. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So, so what are the, um, you know, what would you say the, uh, the best things to look out for are like in, in, a, in, in a relationship? In a rela- well, first of all, you got to get to know what you're about. Okay. Like what your faults are, what your idiosyncrasies are, and then what your positives are and see if you could gel with that person. But, you know, you don't really get to know them unless you talk to them, take them out yeah. and, and get to trust them slow. Because you, you don't know what they're really like. Yeah. I mean, you could do a background check. You could find out hey, they're decent people. You don't know what their personality is mm-hmm. like, though. You know? okay. So you could see how com- uh, co- um, compatible you might be. You know, um, There's a lot of personality types out there um, that you, know, you might be compatible with. Some you might not be compatible and you, you, with. And you think right from the beginning, if you're not compatible, just cut it off. Don't waste your time. Well, it depends. I mean, are you fighting all the time? Is yeah. there conflict resolution? Is there compromise? Could mm. you compromise on things? Uh, is that person impossible to please? Hey, I'll take you here. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I couldn't do that. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, yeah. oh I, I don't know if so. So this. How's the rough? It's all right. You just spent five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all right. I, I was there. It was good. Yeah. I, I wonder if this is you one got of the shit microwave. Yeah. Oh, 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 man. Where you want to go? I don't care. Holy crap. I love it. Talk about a red app. Yeah, it's all right. You know, I'm wondering if what I'm about to say, because you just reminded me with the food. Yeah. If that shit test is on, because I think it's a shit test, is on your list. Tell me, what what is it? It's the, okay, I'm hungry, so where do you want to go? And then the guy will be, okay, great. We're going out to dinner. Perfect. All right, babe, where do you want to go? Oh, I don't know. Why don't you choose? Fine, let's go to this place for pizza. Nah, I don't want pizza. Okay, yeah. how about we go for sushi? Nah, I don't want sushi. Right, right. I think the shit test there is they don't really care where they want to go. You just say, hey, babe, we're going out. Great. Let's get right? pizza and we're going yeah. now. Yeah, that's, Not that's asking the thing. You. It's a competency test. Okay. That's this one here. Okay. They dare you or they make fun of you or they, or they doubt you mm-hmm. or they constantly say, you know, hey, no. You know, no, I don't like that. I don't know. They want you to decide. Yeah, yeah. They want you to. Because it's not, it's not a question. It's, it's yeah. just, and hey, they, pick it. And there's some people that even if you decide, what you take me here for? Then it's time to run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, because there's always like, if somebody's negative, they're going to find the negative in everything. Right. For sure. Now, listen, you'll know. You'll, you'll know right away. they will be impossible to please. God forbid if you ever go out with a person that has a, a borderline personality or is narcissistic. You know, very selfish, impossible to please, not willing to compromise, very selfish, run. You're going to have a miserable life. Yeah. yeah. I believe it. Yeah. The narcissistic, I've, I've met narcissistic women um, in, in the dating world. What was you, that like for you? Like, what uh, did you see? It's just a bunch of always talking about her, me, me, this and that. That's and not the worst thing that about, can happen. No, it's not. Turn it, on you pretty bad. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, it's not yeah. horrible. It was just a very conceited attitude is what I got, conceited personality. But... 
would you say that exists more in men than narcissists, or is that just um, a stereotype? It, it actually exists in both. In both, and both make horrible partners. Okay, and they make even more horrible parents to their kids. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you find a good partner. You find somebody you're compatible with. You do these different tests. Everything's going good. Yeah. How do you make sure that relationship stays going good? Uh, there's no guarantees. You just got to be yourself. Know that if you falter, that you have an open communication, that you can work on it. And again, conflict resolution. I mean, I, I was dating a chick that, that was narcissistic. It went really, really bad towards mm. the end. Yeah. Yeah. Frick. She read it out. I mean, she tried to knife me, actually. Oh, really? wow. Yeah. Hey, that's not Holy cool. that's not shit. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's a deal breaker. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> no, what happened right was, when the knife came out. Yeah. Well, what happened was like, oh, this is a long time. Or my parents' house and she just said, I think like we should see other people. This isn't working out. So I just said, yeah, okay. <laughs> like an asshole. I go, yeah, okay. She was shit testing me. Then I hear like something in the kitchen in the drawer, right? Oh my God. I thought she was oh going to pour God. an apple. She comes and she's got it like this. He goes, what the fuck do you mean, you motherfucker? And she just starts Holy like cutting herself. Shit. And the guy, she, thank God she didn't go like this. She lunged. I was able to get out of the way and disarm him. Oh my God. And I said, I guess it's over. And my father came over. Yo. And I said, hey, I, knew the, I knew him. I said, yeah, you know I don't do that. I said, you know. Like, she goes, he goes, yeah, I know. Oh, so he knew. Yeah, I said, she don't stab Holy me. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I love how you like called that. out her shit test. Yeah. Well, What's this shit uh, test you guys uh, keep saying? What is this? Oh, oh it's, it's all the shit it's test. It's like, in other words, you know, we'll, we'll pick on women because men shit test women too. But we'll, we'll say there's rules that they set up unconsciously to be able to see if you pass muster. Some of them are cool. Some of them are like okay. compliance. And they don't so, even know if they're doing it? Or they do they it. don't it's even subconscious. Know. Yeah, really. so compliance is one of them. So compliance is, oh, I got something. Good. Will you hang that up for me? Will you do that for me? Come on, uh -huh. come on. You do right. that for me. Right. You, you do that for me. Yes. Okay. There you go. But That's, did he fail or did he did he did pass? He just, okay. So there's nothing wrong with doing something for somebody, but don't do something you don't know how to do and look like an asshole because you just want to people please. Or, do that uh, because you think she's gonna people leave. please that's huge you don't want that yeah you want to just say you know what uh you know i i you know i i don't know how to do that i don't want to mess anything up. i'm sorry i can't help now if she breaks up with you because of that so be it you just it. you just got rid of a major headache if she yeah. breaks up with you for yeah. that and most of the time you know there are some very considerate girls and i think they won't even ask you to do that you know they might be struggling you could say hey, i could help you with that or whatever I, I don't mind helping people but a shit test will be almost like a demand you, you're gonna do that. What kind of man are you? You don't you don't know how to take an engine apart. You mean I got to spend money at the dealership? Right, you know, right. Else? It don't it exists. Nice. So, what what would you? So this is kind of like you know when people you know they play mind games. You know, yeah. make, mm -hmm. you know girls maybe they'll play mind games. Or even guys play mm -hmm. mind games with the with the partner, and it drives people crazy. Is that kind of these tests subconsciously? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you're you're kind of purposely doing these things and like playing with the other person, you know? Yeah. So basically, like, like, why does that happen? Uh, I, I you said it, it something with the nesting. They yeah, want to make sure that they want to make sure that they're testing you. See what kind of they they unconsciously driven to a very strong, confident man. Remember, one thing that attracts women more than anything is confidence. Yeah. And if you're a happening guy or whatever, like confidence is the main thing. Yeah. It doesn't matter what how much money you have, what car you drive. You just have to have confidence. So for the listener that doesn't have a lot of confidence right now, how do you mm -hmm. how would you say is the best way to build confidence? Well, I think that um, 
building up confidence, well, I don't know. First thing, I, I got to be honest. I, first thing I would tell people to build up confidence, take up a, a sport, a man you're talking about. Yeah. yeah take up martial yeah. arts. That'll really build up some confidence. Yeah. Go to a good school. Mm-hmm. You build up I'm not saying to beat anybody up, but the way you hold your head, the way you're confident, you know, being confident means you probably don't get into too many conflicts at all because, you know, I usually can walk away from any problem. I mean, look, first thing yeah. they taught me doing martial arts in some 12 is how to avoid a conflict. Avoid. Just avoid it. Uh, whenever I go out, I always say, where am I going to park? What am I going to do? Where am I going to go? What's up with that? You avoid it. So that's confidence. Got it's it. not being a troublemaker or a punk. It's just being confident enough to be able to handle any situation. Um, if you can't, See unfortunately, uh, you got you to gotta get certain level where you have enough confidence to project that and kind of make the relationship equitable. Mm. If you don't, you're going to be, I hate to say it, you're going to be like a beta male. You're going to be led mm. around. You're going to just be a provider. And, you know, hey, those are the type of men that, uh, well, let me give you an example. Let me give you another example. You're going to love this. So this guy was a older guy, um, not too old, though. I guess back then he seemed old to me because I was younger. But I would say he was like maybe in his late 30s, and he had two kids. Back then when I did marriage counseling, he came in with a wife and, you know, um, basically got marriage counseling to improve the relationship. They were fighting a lot. I knew something was really deeply wrong. I, I thought she was not being forthright at all. So he came in after, wasn't working the marriage counseling. He goes, can I just come in one time and see you? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, you know, I, uh, I kind of knew what was wrong. I couldn't tell him. And then he goes, you know, I think she's going to throw me out. Um, you know, lo and behold, that's what happened. They got a divorce. Years go by, you know, maybe his kids are a little older at the time. Maybe they're, one was 12, one was eight. He comes back. And he says, look, you know, she doesn't let me see the kids, this and that. Okay, that's fine. She goes, I love my kids. And he goes, here, a picture of my kids. So look at the kids. I went, whoa. I go, wait, wait. I didn't know what to say. Both of his kids had brown eyes. Him and his wife had blue eyes. Oh, it wasn't the kids. Oh, shit, it wasn't. It wasn't his kids. Oh, uh, and he thought they were the kids. Of course. His kids. And he had to pay child support for all those years. Holy shit. That's a mess. That's a, that's a fucking that's mess. A, that's so a what mess. what happened is I put him in my group. There was another dude in there. It was a, like a doctor, and like he showed him the same picture and all that. And he, <laughs> the guy was in group. He blurred out. He goes, those aren't your fucking kids. You're paying <laughs> he goes, what? Motherfucker. Oh, well, you're God. full of shit. You're full of that. Anyway, this guy wasn't done. He does like a DNA test, you know, like, you know, like a test. <laughs> oh, he goes to court with a lawyer. They demand the DNA test, right? Wow. Turns out they're not his kids. Well, so she was he... fucking the boss. It's the boss's kids. Wow. But he's been paying child support for like 12 years. The judge says, okay, he thought he was going to get a refund. He goes, not only aren't you going to get a refund, but you have to keep paying for them. What? Yeah, because the law in New Jersey says if you don't pro- proclaim by age three that they're not your kids, you're kind of stuck with them. Until people. 18? Yeah, that's kind of BS. Yeah, until college. Yeah. Until college. It's kind of BS. Anyway, the guy, I got to tell you, it's a sad ending because he, yeah. he drank himself to death. After wow. That. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah. It's too bad. Good guy, too. I couldn't help him. I, I must have put him in detox maybe like 25 times. He just couldn't wow. He just drank himself to death. Yeah, that's where you have to have some confidence to be able to move on.
Got it. He comes to move on, and and also probably that whole situation of him basically bearing the children. I don't know if that's the right word, bearing the children, but of the boss, right? Yeah, that's yeah. not his. That's like a sure. whole confidence problem to begin sure. with, almost going into that beta, sure. beta vibe, oh, and yeah, just providing mega, you know, mega vibe. You know, yeah. like gone, gone. And, and you know, I mean, look, if that happens, I mean. What can you do? I mean, you know, you'll get put in you're prison. You know, you, you could go to uh, prison for non-payment of child support. But, yeah, yeah there's there's ways. You know, he was in my group. The guys gave him a lot of ways out. You know, you could abscond. You could go live in another country. But, mm. no, I got this. I got my pension. I got that. Well, then you got to pay, dude. Yeah, you know? yeah. Jesus. You know, I think for me... <laughs> it's um, a true story. It's hard. That, that's that, insane. That's why yeah, I'm telling you. Make horrible. sure you're compatible. Take your time. And it's a huge thing. Because... You know, God forbid, this guy didn't ask for it. He's no. dead. She's still alive. Wow. Fuck. Yeah, that's that's important to make sure you're compatible from the beginning. That doesn't beginning, always happen. But look, the divorce rate is way over 50%. So, you know, you get divorced, you know, you're kind of screwed, you know. The, the worst thing is, you know what the worst percentages are for second marriages? So you get divorced, you got three kids, and you get remarried to another chick or another guy, and you have another two kids, that has like about an 88% divorce rate. Huh. The second yeah. marriage. Yeah, because of all the baggage you have from the first. Uh, they, oh, you're going to go to your daughters again? You're going to go to your sons? Oh, gotcha, what the gotcha. fuck do you mean? You know, they yeah. start going back and forth. What yeah, that's got to be hard. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah that's, that's I never thought about it that yeah. way. Yeah. I think going back to the confidence thing, I think for my answer to that, just maybe to help some people, uh, achievement breeds confidence to me in my life. When you achieve things, that, mm-hmm. that brings confidence. When you keep the promises to yourself, mm-hmm. that, that uh, helps with confidence. Yeah. Um, well, it, it does. Know. But here's the problem with that. You could be confident, but if you meet a woman, no matter what you are, okay, they're going to find something wrong with you. They're going to try to test and chop down your confidence. You don't want to be with her. You know? Why do you think they do that? Again, it depends on their personality. Don't okay. get me wrong. Some women are very loyal. They're very nice. But some of them are just, like some men, are total fuck-ups. Like this lady that had the affair with the boss and passed those kids. Mm. You know, there was a doctor that I worked with a long time ago. He's a gifted surgeon. Found out his wife was cheating on him. He had excellent surgical skills. He cut his own jugular and killed himself. It's oh a true God. story. Holy shit. Yeah. I was talking to my other friend, you know, who's a doctor too. He goes, I, I said, hey, uh, you know, Anthony, how, how you, know, you think you could ever do that? He goes, fuck no, I'd have a party. Yeah. If, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but Anthony was a confident guy. Huh. He had a gut, nice sense of humor. He, you know, he would never, never kill himself like that. You know? Do you think confidence, you're born with it or do you build it? You can build it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can build you it. You can or you have to? You can build it. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I, confidence, maybe you have certain genes that, Okay. Make you more of a risk taker or whatever, but yeah, you can you can definitely have con- confidence. You can build your confidence, absolutely. Got it. Yeah. And is it, it is it like an ever evolving thing, or it's like kind of like once you have it, that's it? Well, you'll always have doubt. Uh, I mean, in, in yourself, and um, uh, you know, look, I was listening again. I was listening to Elon Musk talk, and back in two thousand and eight, he almost lost both companies, but huh. you know, he wanted to cultivate both of them. He. he he said uh, SpaceX and Tesla were like his children, so his confidence was really tested. But one thing that he said stuck in my mind, which is a trait that that you're taught in martial arts, or even if you're in the service, what they look for is one thing, that you never give up. Mm. You yeah. can change course. Huge. You could do one of these, but you don't give up. Yeah, he you said, find I never give up. 
I don't yeah. give up. Got it. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's so confident. if if you have to, for example, like you know, I, I went to certain uh, areas of specialization. I didn't like them, or I got tripped up a little bit, so I went to something else. I had the confidence to be able to sail through that. Confidence is just using common sense to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Uh, ba bad relationships are if you're at the point where you know it's not going anywhere. Here, here, here's how you know it's bad. The pain of staying exceeds the pain of leaving. The pain of staying exceeds the pain of leaving. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that, that does, you, that probably makes people dull, right? They become dull to the pain and then just like, yeah. You're around garbage and shit all day. You don't smell it anymore. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, like, when, you're dying slowly. You know? When that happens, like, why do people, you know, we all know those people, ah, oh, I hate my wife. Ah, oh, I can't, you know, they talk shit about their husband, boyfriend, whatever. All the time. Why would you stay with that person? Why, why do people do that? Okay, so. Even though they hate the relationship, why yeah, are you staying well, there's a lot of things. You know, the main thing that people fight about, too, is finances. So if they're in a financial lock, you know, I can't go here, I can't go there. The other thing is that people don't realize that conflict res resolution, illness, hardship are going to be part of a relationship. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Again, is what kind of as men? What kind of men are we bred to be? Are we going to steer the course for a woman that we love and stay with them no matter what? Or are we going to run? I think there's also gotcha. yeah. I think also sometimes the generational gap is a little different. You know, each generation is different, but I feel like a lot of people in our generation, a lot of kids, yeah, w the first sign of trouble, they're gone. Right, it's like okay, that's it's gone. That's absolutely true. And it, it's like, oh, we're done. We're over. We're not compatible. Yeah. But there's a fine line between, you know, taking a different course of action, maybe trying to remedy the situation, and then staying like like a, the uh, you know like the Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Well, you got to see if it's workable. If you have a person, male, female, doesn't matter, that you can kind of negotiate with conflict resolution, and they're. All I'm saying is that they have to be fair. So they might not like everything you do, but they are happy for you doing the things that you like. And you're happy for got them it, doing it. the things that they like. Yeah. So if they you like sports, they'll watch it with you. They'll ask you questions. They'll be interested. And then you in turn are interested in what they're doing, even if it's knitting. You know? Yeah. Like my sure. daughter knits. I had to do it. I'm, I'm spastic. I can't do it. Yeah. But I tried it and yeah. I couldn't do it. But I took an interest, you know. Yeah, at least you showed an interest. It showed uh, genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah genuine is another thing. Huge. You know? but yeah, you got to yeah. be genuine. And, and look, you got to be yourself, and you're going to attract somebody that you that, that you uh, that you're compatible with. It's when you start changing too much for them that you get in trouble. Then you become you live for uh, for the other person, and you become the guy or you become the girl. I've seen a lot of women fall prey to that too. They go out with a guy, they become the guy. They lose all their interests and do whatever. So the guy's into fishing. They never fished before. There's nothing wrong with going fishing. But the, 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 that's all they do. Now they become a, a fisherman. And then, right. you know, shit goes wrong. They break up naturally because she didn't have the confidence enough to say, hey, you know, I like fishing, but I can't go with you every time. The next guy they meet, you know, um, they do whatever they're into, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's almost, yeah. I, I see and they lose themselves. About. They have no self-esteem. That would be horrible. Yeah, because... Okay, that is horrible, and I'll tell you why it's horrible. Because you meet them, they love everything that you do. It's the perfect girl, my God. But unconsciously, they don't want to do that, but they don't have the confidence to tell you because they feel like they're going to lose you. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So then, 
You know, like Billy Joel said, you feel the stranger kick you right between the eyes. They'll either leave you for another guy or break up with you. Yeah, that's and like... you won't even know what, but no, we were so compatible. She yeah. did everything. And always know one thing, you know, with love or whatever. Look, I mean, this is a harsh thing, but it's reality. You should know this. Your audience should know this. person you love is not your blood. It's not your kids. It's not your parents. They could leave you for whatever reason. There's no, there's no guarantees. Yeah. They could, they could disappoint you. That's so strange to think about, and it's so true. Because, yeah, your spouse is not your blood. That, nah. would, that would be incest, right? Your spouse is not your blood. Not your blood. Your kids are, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your, your, your kids are your blood. Your parents are your blood. They could disappoint you. Yeah, it's true. Like, you think, but you don't think about it that way because it's like you're a family unit. You're a nucleus, right? So yeah. you have the husband, wife, and your kids. Yeah. And you just I, – I mean it's, what you said is completely true, but I don't think about it that way. Yeah. You're going to divorce your kids. You're going to divorce your siblings. Yeah, no, right. I can't. You know, as bad as some people are that are in my family, I, I, I love them. I, you know, I, I kind of like control how much I see them. No, I, sure. I know their limitations. <laughs> But you know they're blood, so what are you going to do? Yeah, you there's no divorce. legal, there's no legal contract with a sibling no. or a parent. It's, no, no, yeah. they, they, you know, or cousins or whatever. I, I love them. I know their limitations. I accept their limitations, and I have clear boundaries, and that's it. I don't cross those yeah. boundaries. Sorry. Hmm. Holy crap! <laughs> that's a, that was eye opening. What so, about? Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to talk about boundaries. You know, yeah. how do you recommend setting boundaries in a, in a relationship, and what does boundaries mean? Yeah, you know, like boundaries is a big word that everybody smashes around all the time right now. But all it means is like you, you. There's nothing wrong with being, you know, showing your love and interest and everything else. But boundaries means that you don't cross that line that you don't feel comfortable crossing. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all that means. Yeah. And I respect no. a woman that has boundaries, you know, like, you know, um, you know, I don't say if she says I don't screw on the first date or whatever. I get that. That's cool. Yeah. And, 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 and or I don't want to do this. And OK. But then it, if, if she's shit testing you, though, that's what you got to see. If she's not. She, OK. So if she if you say to her, where would you like to go? A, a person that you could be compatible with will say, you know, are you in the mood I saw this restaurant. It's a, a Thai restaurant. I mean, would you would you like to try that? Well, we could go to the usual place. That's a good thing. Yeah. Rather than say, well, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Yeah. That's a shit test. They're making a decision. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you pick the... Well, if, if, it's, a, if it's not a compatible person, you pick a, a decent place, a nice place or whatever. And then they say, well, it's shit. It was just all right. Huh. So they put you in what's called a no-win situation, a double bind. You right. lose in their eyes, no matter what you do, and that chops your confidence. Yeah. It doesn't build up your confidence. Got it. Got it. Cool. I like that. Yeah. But you got to be strong enough to say, "Listen, you know, I'll pick it, and that's it. You know, next time you pick it, and you pick up the tab, that's fine." Yeah. Now, how about huh? we've talked the whole time about relationships with other people? How about a relationship with yourself? Can you talk about that a little bit? That's a hard one. You know, yeah, listen, really I'll question. tell you what, uh, even the girl that pulled the knife on me, a few squabbles I've been in, nobody's beat the shit out of me than me. Okay. Mm. I, I, you know, I'm my worst critic. Um, I'm, I had the worst arguments with myself. So it's tough. You got to continually work on it. And you got to continually see your faults and your, and your, and kind of mitigate your faults and build up some of your strong points. And that's all you can do. And know that you're not going to do it perfect. Some it. days are going to be harder than others. And we all got demons that we got to wrestle with. Right, yeah. Right. That's important, though. 
you said a really, really important thing for that self there. You say to admit your faults. Yes. That's the only way really to grow. Yeah. Why do you think people, no matter what subject, topic, sports, politics, what's going on right now, why do you think it's hard for people to admit when they're wrong? It just is, even when it's a simple, simple little thing. It's a good question. Well, well, it's real easy to answer because in their mind, they distort the line between what's right and wrong, and there's no clear boundaries with right and wrong. To me, there is. I mean, certain things, there's clear boundaries. And mm -hmm. I'm confident enough to stay within those boundaries, what I think is right or wrong. So the problem, too, is... You're talking about current society. Yes. Okay, yeah, because they force you to pick a side. For example, years ago, you know, I, I really don't give a shit who people voted for, and I could, I could care less. Now you're almost forced to pick a side because yeah. people actually get in your face and say, hey, all right, all right. You know, I'm not going to make believe I'm on your side when I'm not. Just don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I had my cousin, he, he's on plenty of fish. He's divorced, but he dated this uh, woman that he, that he really liked, and... I think he wore like a NRA hat or a hunting hat. And she said, did you vote for Trump the last uh. election? He goes, and my cousin's like, he's not a liar. He goes, yes, I did. She just got it. She goes, you're <laughs> fucked up. I don't want to be with you. Yeah. That oh, doesn't mean we're, we shouldn't date. He goes, what's the, what's the difference? Yeah. She got up and left. So this, you're almost forced to pick a side. It's like, holy shit. Wow. Yeah, that, that is true. true. You are almost forced to pick a side. Yeah, yeah. So you're yeah. thinking that when people pick a side, they then affiliate themselves with that side that when something comes off contradictory they do they almost feel like they are putting themselves down and uh, harming themselves go, if they if they were to admit the other side is right yeah i think they get into combat mode you okay know, it's, it's uh, uh barack obama talked about this when he said uh he, he kind of eloquently saw it and he said that you know uh, we're going to get so bad that we're going to go into tribalism meaning we're going to be on one side and the other side, and we'll never come to the middle do any work. Because, as a matter of fact, like when he was in office, not to this degree that, like it is now, but there was some of that where Congress wouldn't work with him or it would work with him all so much. It was quite a stark contrast, like when Reagan was in, when he worked with Tip O'Neill, who was a Democrat, or if uh, um, Bill Clinton did a good job working with Newt Gingrich. They did a lot. They accomplished a lot. Now we accomplish absolutely shit. As a matter of fact, we do the opposite. We trip each other up. Mm -hmm. And that's wrong. Yeah. It's wrong for... And, and it's really what, what it's gotten to. It's a form of mind control. And people are being forced to take sides. And that's why I, if I don't know you, I won't speak... I won't talk politics with you or yeah. be controversial if I don't know you. If I know you, even if you have an opposing view, and I know that you're... Uh, you don't mind the debate and... The points and sure, I'll do it. It's part of the reason why I won't teach college right now because yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, because you know they'll come for you. You know you say they the wrong will. thing. Yeah, they'll, they'll come for it you. It seems like you have a deep interest in teaching. Uh, I do, but I'd rather do this. I can reach more people. No, for sure. <laughs> I feel like I think it's a shame though um, yeah. that yeah. you know because of your views, which which are not radical, they're just no, they're based not radical. In, in reason, no, right? No. That you yeah, I'm would a more of a targeted. libertarian. Yeah, yeah libertarian. libertarian. Yeah, just like freedom for everybody. That's right. You could reach out. It's such a shame because you could reach out to so many. You would influence so many kids. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's they, a shame because they're losing out. Yeah, they're not getting much of an education. Yeah, yeah, they're getting a one-sided education. Yeah, and they're gonna. Oh, they're gonna. I don't know. 
they got to get just to one side. It's no good. Yeah. You know, what's a they real... Lose, they lose freedom. Is yeah. They lose. The, the, in my opinion, the huge shame is when when somebody disagrees with you, mm-hmm. why can't it anymore just be a healthy, okay, I agree to disagree. Why is it always, let me jump down your throat and tell you how wrong you are. Yeah. And that, get so pissed well, off and angry. Well, you know, you could even have people in your own family that you have disagreements with. It's conflict resolution. You know, it's like, yeah. so my, mine is like, let's just not talk about it unless we could have a discussion. And when you have a discussion with somebody that could actually talk to you, even if it's a gray area normality between a, a woman and a man or a relationship, you you could do conflict resolution. You could see the other person's side. It's when you're so gung-ho for the other side that even in a logical argument they're beating you, then you resort to name-calling. So you're a lib-asshole you're a ultra maga racist piece of shit. That's what happens at the yeah, end. And yeah. then it becomes personal. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, that racism is thrown around a lot when you win an yes. argument. It's just always, Yo, are you racist? Or sexist? Like, yeah. what? Yeah. So are these disagreements between everybody problems with a relationship with yourself? Because if you're somebody that you have a really good relationship with yourself where you control your emotions, you're confident, you have all these things, you don't get like that. Uh, well, you could. You could always read out. You, you could. could always have doubt. Um, somebody could piss you off. But for the but most part... But you're not jumping down somebody's throat, typically. You, yeah. it, well, what I usually say, is it worth it? Is it right. worth jumping? No. Sometimes I'd like to, like, bust balls. Like, yeah. yeah. With my daughter, especially. Yeah. You know, we have opposing political views. But she gets me, too. She <laughs> says, no, you're really a little bit hard. It's just... You're acting the opposite. It's a reaction formation. You really want to be a wild person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's probably right. She's probably you know, sometimes it's kind of funny. But I'm not that lib. <laughs> no, you're the I mean, look, I'll tell you what. I love yeah. – I, I could tell you this. Well, I love California. I do. It's just not a conducive place to live now. So no. It's, no. But do I love ridiculous. California and Californians? Absolutely. Yeah. When I was out there, the nicest people, just very polite, very nice uh-huh. – Look, that's all changed now. I mean, you know, um, for well, certain areas, you know. So. The funny thing is, I think um, I'm not going to get too much into this, but how your daughter said that you're actually a lib. Actually, I could see you being a classical liberal now. Yeah. What the okay. classical liberal? If you read uh, Milton's Freedom, uh, Milton Friedman's book, Capitalism and Freedom, yeah. the classic liberal is not your left side liberal today. No. It's actually just freedom. It's like a libertarian, yeah. straight freedom, straight, straight, yeah, very minimal freedom. government yeah. interaction. Yeah. So I could see you being a liberal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I draw the line, like you know. Uh, being like a uh, libertarian, I mean, look, a woman's right to choose an abortion, sure, hey, you can have, but there's got to be some type of limit to it. I mean, once you go to the ninth month, that's murder, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. That's murder. So that's mm-hmm. where I draw the line. I mean, if yeah. it's 15 weeks or whatever, there's got to be some limit. I don't know of any doctor, guys, and I'm in the medical field, I don't know of any doctor that'll perform an abortion at the ninth month. That's, I don't know too many that'll just do an abortion. Right, They're right. Usually, yeah. just a very select few. Yeah. Yeah. So That's interesting. It's, it, it is interesting, but I'm not against that. But it's the same thing like with gun control. Or you could only have so many rounds or you could only have certain weapons. The same thing. There's got to be some limitations. Freedom of speech, too, like hate speech. Who determines what hate speech is? Right. Well, that's, that's a problem, yeah, an opinion, though. Problem, right? Yeah, that's a problem, though, because then stuff that actually isn't hate speech then gets categorized as hate speech, and it's yeah. just like... And, and, and you know what? Make no mistake about it. What you see in social media and certain news programs put out on various uh, content-creating sites like Rumble, YouTube, or you, you know all of them, right? Yeah. Big shoot. It's all meant to divide people. Yeah. It's a social experiment. I, I really don't know who's behind it, but 
I would say there's no one person. But if you could get people to be so vehemently on one side and causes tribalism, then you're going to have a greater audience watching. Mm. It's almost like the ancient Romans and the Greeks being in the Colosseums and watching gladiators go at it. Yeah. You know? So every night you cheer for your side and your side really says nothing. Mm. You know? Yeah. You know, so you, you have one view, you have the other view, and it almost seems like it's, you could take the content of reality and twist it. But if the populace is divided, if the family unit is divided, and we're all divided, we're falling apart. Yeah, for sure. We're so let falling me, apart. Let yeah. me ask you this. Will as, we as a society ever be fully united? No. So no, I, I don't think <clears throat> society will ever be completely united. However, countries do get behind each other and we do get united. Let me give you an example. If we have an outside threat, mm -hmm. World War II, World War I, governments have to convince the populace that it's worth giving up their sons, daughters' lives. So after we got attacked on 9-11, we were flag-waving for about two weeks. And then it fell apart. World War II, we stuck together. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And that's what happened. Now... Um, uh, how could we all unite uh, with the world? It'd have to be an outside of uh, world attack. It'd have to be by an alien force. Yes. Like they did. In the <laughs> yes. Wow. So you yes. have the Palestinians wow. with the Jews, the Turks with the Greeks. It would have to be an alien force that attacks the earth for the earth to unite. You know what? I good. And then we go back to being divided and killing. Yeah, people. right. There's no doubt about I, it. Honestly... Yes, yeah. that has been said as a joke so many times by I've, I've heard well, many Ronald people Reagan say it. said in his speech. Oh, in his what speech. did he say? What is well, that? he said in his speech, he goes, "Imagine if an alien force attacked our planet." This was before Independence Day, by the way. This was probably 1983, after the Soviets at the time knocked down the uh, Korean airliners. Okay, they blew it out of the sky. You know, if you think we're close to a nuclear war now, it was nothing to. Like, like it was during the Cold War. We were so close. It didn't even bother me at all. I said, yeah, we could get blown up at any time. But mm. he said, if we got uh, attacked by an alien force that was outside of this earth, we would all unite to defend planet Earth. So that's... So do you think he knew something at that time? Yes, I think he did. Yeah. I mean, I've been uh, into UFOs many Holy years. Shit, since yes. I'm 12 years old, I've studied UFOs. Look, I'm, I'm an amateur, uh, just with an interest. I'm not an expert. Yeah, I'm no Nick Pope, that's for sure. But I'm I'm interested in it, and you know, yeah, I think I think presidents know some, what's some going secrets. On. Yeah, they yeah. know some secrets. And, and, but but like, let's just dis, uh, distinguish because mm -hmm. the government is coming out. They have in 2020, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I know we were talking about offline. We were talking about um, Adam Schiff was making it. Yeah, well, uh, well they they just had a congressional intelligence hearing on UFOs, the first one since 1972. Yeah, but what they said was about as clear as mud. Um, uh, you know, so basically they said we have we owe it to the American people to be transparent. Although there's some stuff that's uh, top secret that we can't talk about. Yeah, so it's, yeah. So you're not going to get the full truth. But but the thing is though, transparency is all the it's way. Just, yeah, it's transparency with the government is is yeah. I I don't even know yes. how to make the analogy, but it's not there. It's not there. And uh, the the thing is that aliens though I I feel they're real for sure. I know. I think we all here, all three of us here, agree that aliens are freaking real. There's some yeah. type of what well, what they're calling it now is a. a, a, a a, a you, unidentified aerial phenomena. 
UAP. UAP? Yeah. A new term? Yeah, but it's the same thing. So now that we have um, cameras all over the place, I, t- yeah. I tell you, we... There was, there, it's more, instead of a saucer, it's more like of a triangle. And they said it was like the new, back when you started seeing some of this stuff, it was back, like in 1987, they had the lights over Phoenix. I don't mm-hmm. know if you heard of that. Nah. It was all triangular shaped UFOs. Yeah, I, I remember seeing this. And or- they they took some of the witnesses that were there, quite a bit of people saw it, even even the mayor, I think even the governor. But they they said like, what did you see? So it was the shape of the stealth bomber. And they said, well, that's oh. what I, exactly what I saw. Here's the problem. The stealth bomber doesn't come right to the ground, right by you, and then disappear and do one of these moves. Exactly. It can't do that. <laughs> it can't. No. And, and that's why back a couple of years back, I think it was before 2018, and then they showed it again in 2020, but it was an air it was an air force pilot it was in his f-18 or something yeah. and he's talking to another crew member oh, or I saw this. Yep. yeah and you see all of these little dots in the distance right. following a bigger dot mm-hmm. but what they're doing is these dots are like flipping over going at speeds that if your human were in there you're oh, the like G-force. the g-force would kill your, would yeah would kill, kill, you. kill you so it's and it's so and then they like go up and down and yeah. it's like when because a lot of people <sighs> will say because here's the thing a lot of people say oh yeah like you're talking about this. You're a bunch of conspiracy theorists. You're crazy. And then the government says it, and it's like, oh well, it By could the way, be. By the way, I consider that a compliment if somebody. Says oh yeah, no. Yeah. If someone goes like be honest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, conspiracy theorists is the best compliment you can get right now. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. But when you see an Air Force pilot who's literally just doing a routine flying yeah. over the Pacific Ocean say something, and he catches it on their radar, absolutely. Yeah. It, what are you saying at this point? Like they should just tell us. Well, like, what happens uh, with a lot of uh, Air Force pilots, uh, people that have a career they're actually told like if you see something don't say anything because we'll wreck you yeah yeah they told wow. to keep their mouth shut yeah. yeah well i saw something that's it's been viral on the news or whatever mm-hmm. uh the air where the air force pilot they're like you can hear the audio and it's like there it is there it is yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah yeah that was on they showed that during the congressional hearings yeah yeah so that's uh, the popular one yeah but not only that but astronauts that actually first one on the moon yeah they, they were seeing discs really right? yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're being watched and they cut that shit out they didn't want people to know yeah now what are these phenomena now they could be extraterrestrial i mean there's an equation that you can do and there's so many planets in the known galaxy that could have life on them now, how many of them actually are more advanced than us? You know, for example, did you ever hear of the book uh, by by Von Gonnigan that says chariot that's called Chariots of the Gods? Yeah. No. Well, well, he postulates is that uh, you know the pyramids, the uh, oh my god, the Acropolis, yeah. they they were all yeah. built by alien people. I've like, always, I've always okay. believed that. Right, but here's the thing. One thousand percent. So you know. My point, though, is that what would people think that if there was a F-18 Hornet back in, you know, um, 400 B.C.? Oh, they think it's an alien. Yeah, what the hell? They would think you're a god. Yeah. That's why he called the chariots of the gods. They would Uh... think you're a god. And there's been drawings and all that that shows spacesuits. I don't know if you've ever read it. It's a great book. Chariots of the Gods. Add that to uh, yeah. Well, you don't have to read the book. Do yourself a favor. Watch the documentary. Okay. Chariots of the Gods. Chariots of the Gods, yeah. And... And and the thing is, like I mean, if you if you think a couple of things with UFOs, I think they could be from our future, and I think you know we we've mastered time travel. Um, 
they're definitely very interested in anything nuclear because ever since we developed atomic energy and we popped off the first nuclear bomb, and we started testing it out in Nevada, and then we blew two off in Nagasaki and Hiroshima, the sightings have been tremendous. Yeah, I've, wow. I heard about so, this. And there was one uh, person. This is nuts. He, he went out as a colonel in the Air Force. Not a nutty guy, legitimate guy. I, I was listening to what he had to say. And we were in a very close uh, nuclear exchange. We were almost a DEFCON. We were at DEFCON 4. DEFCON 5, we would launch. And... Launch a nuclear bomb. Yeah, absolutely, towards the Soviet Union, because that's when we blockaded Cuba, and they had missiles in Cuba pointed at us. Okay. So, you okay. know, so when, you, know, you got to understand what's happening there now. When we say we want Finland in NATO, and if we put nukes there, Finland shares a 1,300-mile border with Russia. How would we like it if the Russians took over Canada and put it on the yeah, border. Yeah. Right, so I could, I could see, and this is where we need conflict resolution, but this is going to be extraordinary. He was saying that he was down in the trenches. He was in Idaho somewhere where they have a nuclear, you know, we keep all our missiles in the middle of nowhere because the theory is that let them, the Soviets would hit us in the breadbasket where our nuclear weapons are and then go after our cities next and give the cities time to, disperse mm -hmm. get the but we had no such plan in the united states we thought a nuclear war was totally unwinnable and we had no contingency for that basically like they say in italian you scat you're on your own where i've known people that have lived in the former soviet union the soviets definitely still think that a nuclear war is winnable huh. where one side gets beaten up worse than the other and what they have since most of their people live in cities, they have mass, massive subways, and okay. they go down hundreds of feet. And in there, they have medical supplies, food, and everything. So don't, don't, don't kid yourself. They think they can win a war. But this guy said that he got called uh, by security. So picture this. The base looks like, like a farm field. It's underground. The missiles are in that farm field. You don't see them. But there's guards, and they go, you got to come right away. This is at the height in 1963. We're at DEFCON 4. What? What? There's an alien ship. Like, something's fucking out here. The guy, the guy goes, he sees it. He sees it. He goes, holy shit. Then he went downstairs, right? They under the field. Under the field, back to where the nukes were, where the buttons were. And all 10 nukes went, they weren't operating. They went dead. Wow. So he said that they were afraid of a launch and they detoned them. So hold on. Yeah. I have heard online somebody goes, nah, I'm not afraid of a nuclear war because the aliens will never allow it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. what it sounds like to me. But, you know, like, okay, so the aliens, the, the aliens, okay, so they might not, I don't know, they, they could be from our future. If they are space travelers, don't forget, light speed, You get, uh, it's 186,000 miles, miles per second. Per second. Oh, That's God. fast. So, like, if you watch Star, if you're a Star Trek fan, you go, like, you know, uh, Mach 1, Mach 2, whatever. Not Mach, I forget, light, light speed. So, it's 1, 2, 3, so that means 10 times the speed of light. Oh Even with God. the 10 times the speed of light, it'd be hard to reach other planets and actually land and be your physical form. 
if anything's visiting here, it's probably like what we sent out in space. In 1977, we launched Voyager, and it's in the outer, it's left our solar system, and it's sailing all the way out. Huh. And in it, we have a record of our accomplishment, our languages and everything, okay? Uh, people like Stephen Hawking thought that was a bad idea because he said that if it goes out there and it gets in the wrong hands, we could alert aliens that we're here. And they can easily come in. Yeah. Now, there's rules in the universe that I believe. Okay, so everything that you know has a life and death. Everything. Whether it's organic or inorganic, it gets destroyed. Wood rots, humans die, insects, everything, right? But so does the earth. The earth is only going to live as long as our sun. Unless we blow it up, it'll still live. Even if we nuke the earth, it'll still morph into something. But the sun is a middle-aged star. Sun is 5 billion years old. Right. I mean, it lasts five billion years. Where it's about two and a half to almost two point six billion years old, which means it's a middle-aged star. When that goes, we're done. That's why we got to explore other planets to preserve our species. And don't forget one thing: the light that you see from some of the stars, by the time it travels here, the star's been dead. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Really? That's how vast space is. Yeah. Space has always been so freaking incredible to me. Yeah. Just the vast knowledge and oh my god. Yeah. Well, also there was an incident, not so much for a UFO. I think like, you know, some people. I I believe in God very much. I'm a Christian, devout Christian, and you know, in the middle of DEFCON four, there was a nuclear submarine off our coast, and they misread what we were doing and. Submarine commander, Soviet submarine commander, off our coast, got orders to launch in 1963. That would have been a massive exchange. And he got the orders and defied the orders. He said, no, we're not launching. I want to see if this is really real. I want to surface. I want to see if the Americans actually launched first. They said, well, you can do whatever you want, but when you get back, you're dead. We're going to kill you, your family, everything, you know, Soviets. He didn't launch. I mean, they, luckily, they didn't commit a mutiny. He went up. Sure enough, it wasn't the case. It was a starburst, like a little, that the radar misread. Huh. And um, he didn't launch. And you got to wonder what got into that man. And yeah. It, it could have been you know, the spirit of God just saying, hey, yeah. you're not going to launch, you know. Yeah. Or it could have just been courage. I don't know. But God works in all of us. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. No, so getting back to what I was saying, the yeah. life and death cycle. So the universe has a life and death cycle. And if we're made up of the same material, <laughs> you know, aliens will go to battle over what we go to battle for, which is usually differences and usually resources. Every conflict has a resource that we want, whether it's oil, whether it's electricity, whatever we have, land to cultivate food. We don't work together as a species we work kind of against each other. And if somebody attacks here, I agree with Stephen Hawking, it's not going to be to protect us, I would think. It's going to be to take us over and use our natural resources. However, if somebody's stopping a nuclear war, it might be from somebody from our future that could go back in time and perhaps prevent something from happening to destroy the future. That's uh, that is such an amazing concept, right. and I love it. it. It you know what it reminds me of um, Interstellar. Have you seen that movie with yeah. Matthew McConaughey? And he's yeah. he's the one who goes into the terror. Dude, the I'm starting to believe these movies are documentaries. Yes, no, no. Oh, well, I, Interstellar, look, Star Wars, Star Trek. Look at the end also of Joker. 
the, the movie Joker. Remember the movie Joker? I've actually end? never seen it, but spoiler, it. I don't great care. Great movie. Great movie. Well, at the end, I could tell you, there was massive riots like they were in the summer of 2020, was it? twenty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, massive riots, burning down the cities, everything else. It just, I'm looking at it and go, wow, the movie just projected it. I mean, just yeah, yeah. Molotov cocktails, everything. So, yeah, yeah sure. I, I believe that. I believe it I wholeheartedly. Believe it. Yeah, I mean, Hollywood's like, always projected. Like the Jetsons, you know, that old yeah, uh, flying yeah. cars sure. and some yeah. of that. Yeah. All this stuff is coming true. Right. There was something with a Terminator. Weren't we seeing something with a Terminator? Yeah, going uh, back in time. But I'm talking about like events. Yeah. Not so much outlandish stuff like right. what we're talking about, which could be true, like the Terminator. They're going back in time with, with the robots, that, that right? But like his, events, like rioting in the cities. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. oh, yeah. No. And this was in the movie you're saying. No, yeah, for Joker. sure. Yeah, Joker. Yeah. So why do you think they keep secrets from us then? So like they had this congressional hearing. They're saying they're being transparent, uh, okay, okay. but they're not being really transparent. Uh, okay, get, no, why are they hiding? Well, it? I could tell you this: that that with the government, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. Our government is very compartmentalized. I mean, you could be the president, and they 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 could be like the the. You know, NSA director, the CIA director, not even the director. It could be other agents that are working on secret projects. There's no stuff, and you won't even know. The president won't even know. Hmm. And and they purposely compartmentalize it. You know? And what, what do you mean by that? Well, okay, so let's just say I'm trying to keep a secret project that I have. Huh? Say I'm, it's a CIA operation. Okay. Um, you're a DEA agent. You intercept a drug deal. You arrest some of the drug dealers. But I'm the CIA. We're orchestrating. We're the drug dealers. You don't know about us. It's the same thing that they may use. Like, did you ever okay. hear of the Roswell incident? Yeah, 42. Yeah, New Mexico. So, yeah. New Mexico. So that yeah. So the the initial people that responded to that, yeah, they were kind of told to keep their mouth shut, don't say anything, and it all of a sudden it went to weather balloons. It was weather balloons. It wasn't actually a spacecraft. They said that alien bodies were recovered. Everything was recovered. So what happens is the government, sometimes if they want to protect national security, they'll pass on misinformation. Okay. For example, if a, if a meteor right, was going to hit the earth, you wouldn't really tell everybody until it's too fucking Because it would cause mm-hmm. panic. It would cause a lot of panic. So maybe if they came out with the truth that aliens are running our world right now, or aliens this or and that. Or influenced it, or that we have... Oh, my it, God. It would be mass hysteria, and it would actually be worse. Think of the hysteria we have just for politics. Could right, you imagine right. Now oh, my God. You know, if they, if they were to come out, though, because like you're saying, if it were to come out and they said, hey, just so you know, the aliens are actually running the world, and there's a lot of negotiations going around. Some are good who want to protect us. Some are bad who want to use us for our resources. If if that came out right there, I'd be like, okay, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 what's I, going it would not surprise now? me. I, at this point, nothing would surprise yeah, yeah, absolutely. me. Absolutely. No, nothing. Right. You're absolutely right. Absolutely. Maybe... Hold on, maybe they put us through all this stuff the past couple of years mm-hmm. to prep us. To prep us for because now, because three years ago, if somebody came down and said, "Yeah, this alien guy, he's running the world," I'd be like, "What? Holy shit! All this stuff." And now I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." I get it. You know, when you say, "Yeah, that, that's run, a good point," it doesn't have to be an alien that's running. Well, it could be, but it could be like mega corporate guys that are just running bankers corporate people no there's the definitely globalists there are definitely yeah. globalists who run yeah. the world but then what if they're influenced by what, yeah. an alien 
It could be. Like, I'm talking about the Rockefellers, the J.P. Moore, Rothschilds. Rothschilds, yeah, all of them. They, they run the world. Yeah, they run the world for sure. But a what, lot of, what would they want from us? Would they want our I resources? Resources, like you said, resources probably. Maybe, maybe they're such an advanced civilization. Let's tie it back. They're such an advanced civilization whose star was about to blow up, so now they don't have a planet anymore, and now they're looking for a place to live, and it takes so damn long to get to the universe, and then they finally found Earth. I don't know. They'll probably blow up already, but, you know, that, well, I mean... It's hard to say. Like, yeah, we're thinking what we see in the movies, but you got to think outside the box a little bit. If there was an invasion, if they were to take us over, how would they do it? I mean, infiltrate. Yeah, how though? Okay, they could do it computer wise. Like, I mean, like for example, like could they do it? How do how do we know we're not living in a simulation right now? That's a great freaking very well could be or. It could be almost like like they could infiltrate you like like a virus. They could infiltrate you in different ways. You're assuming they're going to be like us. They're going to look like the little uh, men that you see with the big heads. Oh no, shapeshifters! Yeah. No, no, uh, no, no. The, you know, I'm not saying you, but most people will assume that. Yeah, it's not the way I think it would happen. You know, I I think more than likely the UFOs that you might see might be time travelers, might be us from the future. Oh, I can so, see that. So, so humans from the future. Yeah. That's exact- or, or from another dimension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's exactly what Interstellar is at the end. Yeah. The humans that... Like, I believe they, in all of that. Yeah, no, no, but I actually believe that. I think that's a 100% possible. You might yeah. be living in a parallel universe too. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know can you talk about the fourth dimension at all? I mean, I'm, I'm not really too knowledgeable of it. No. I do know parallel universes and it's possible that you could have another person doing this podcast and talking about something different i mean we could be totally different i mean i think we have had some people in time really start to dive into this stuff like albert einstein for yeah. example or elon musk, Hawking, elon musk. Mm-hmm. even though you could trace them back though you know where they were born when they were born who their parents were yeah because i mean albert einstein we could easily control that well yeah. musk is a big Big proponent of simulation. He said there's no way we're not. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, Musk, for me, I just look at the guy. No disrespect yeah. to him, but he just looks like an alien. Yeah. Like, I, if, if it came out that Musk is like, oh, yeah, I'm from, like, Planet well, Krypton, I'm like, you well, sure? Dude. Well, he has yeah. Asperger, so, like, he actually thinks before he speaks and, you know, try to calculate what he's going to say. Right, yeah. right. And that's typical of Asperger. He's very driven. Well, so. like I was going to say with uh, Albert Einstein, like he came up with the theory of relativity. That's right. And he came up with – and Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about it, transcending space and time and your environment. Mm-hmm. All these things. I think advanced civilization knows all that stuff like the back of their hand. Yeah. yeah. What if well, – hold on a second. Let's go back to it. The, beyond that. Yeah. Beyond. Beyond. beyond it. Mm-hmm. Way more than we know. Oh, 100%. If you, can, if you can we come to comprehend. here, if you can come to here for and travel to space, you're completely more advanced. What if, though, they need resources, right? Mm-hmm. But they're actually benevolent and they're like, okay, we'll give you resources. You teach us how to do this technology. And then what if all the spike in technology we're seeing is all because of, well, hey, this is how you do it. And then well, the humans interpret well, the it. the big spike would be like the uh, invention of the microchip. I think that was a big one. I think it was like the wheelbarrow for the mind because it makes – Doing tasks a lot easier. So, yeah, I, but those. see that that's where I draw my line. I don't think I would want to do a micro. You talking about like a microchip in someone in no, your human no. body? No, oh, the actual microchip in like a computer. Computers. Okay, okay. Because okay, computer yeah. knowledge, even artificial intelligence, is is advancing so quick. Mm-hmm. Um, very quick. Yeah. Okay. Do you know anything about Antarctica? Um, and the aliens in yes. Antarctica. Let's I mean, go. I, yeah, maybe you do. Like, I, I, I. Well, I, I, I just. Heard different theories that there's from 
very long ago, uh, there was this expedition this guy went on. He brought, he had 4,000 soldiers ready for war and went to Antarctica. I forget the guy's name. Who was he going to fight? The polar bears? I don't know. <laughs> but people are like, okay, this is, and they There's called it. There. Well, they no, but oh, they, man, might be they called it a uh, science exploration. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going on a science exploration, mm-hmm. why are you bringing 4,000 people and weapons and yeah, all that's this right. stuff? That's right. So yeah. See, that what did he point. know? Yeah. He might have known something. And this we is back know. in like the, I think, 40s or something. We don't like a long, long time ago. There's also evidence like on the moon that there was people there before us. I don't know. Oh, going back yeah. to the one, who's the one that stayed in the ship that uh, orbited the moon? Michael Collins. Okay, so Collins was in there. And then I remember, because I remember watching the documentary, NASA, mm-hmm. you know, calls into him and goes, hey, Michael, like, it's pretty lonely up there, right? And he goes, oh, no, I'm not alone. And they're like, what do you mean? And he goes, yeah, there's a cigar-looking yeah, ship outside here. my ship. And yeah, I remember. It, it's been I've never heard him. of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in a documentary. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. And, of course, people are the one well, that... They cut not- that. They didn't... Well, back then, you were able to listen in on some of the transmissions, but they would cut that. Yeah. They would have two frequencies that they would transmit. There's actually some... Not to change the subject. There's mm-hmm. some conspiracy theories about Antarctica that there's actually a hole it, well either a hole that you know the hollow earth theory yep and there's also that it's like a wall mm-hmm. and so that's the, fl- so the you, you heard flat, the, the flat earthers the flat earthers yeah and look I don't know whatever it doesn't look flat from no, space but I, I just um, you know they have that Kind of have a Game of Thrones. Yeah. That? Has that huge wall. Mm-hmm. People say that's what Antarctica is like. Dude. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't believe. I don't, I, know. I don't know. I don't believe in the, in the flat earth theory. But you know what? At this point, if they told me they're fine, it's like, it's just like, yeah, okay. Whatever. Logically, I don't believe yeah. in it either. But, I don't, but who knows? I can tell you we yeah. definitely have satellites yeah. circling the earth. And the earth is round. But you also got to, there's people that believe that we never actually landed on the moon. That right. The moon landings were all faked. I mean, the technology, because you have to get past uh, uh, the radiation belt, and there's no way to survive that. The Van Allen belt, you have to get past that. That's why the Soviets never made it past orbit. And I think our last flight on the moon was in 72, and we've never been on the moon after that. What happened? Well, okay, hold on. 50 years. People technology. The phone has more, oh man, 10,000 times more technology than... The computers that we had back in, in 1969 when we first landed on the moon. I mean, I'm not saying we didn't get there, but I'm saying why not return? Why not? Why didn't we? Na- there's a lot of precious. There. Yeah, well, there's a lot of precious. There's a lot of unanswered there. things. There's a yeah. lot. Yeah. Something that came to my mind right away was Buzz Aldrin. People have come up to him and said, yeah. "You're fake. You're not him. on the moon." He, read it he out. punched him. He punched him. Yeah. He but read hold it on. Out. Buzz Aldrin, second man on the moon, read it out. Yep. The guy. Yeah. yeah, but hold on. If you truly did, you would just laugh and be, you know? Yeah. You would I, laugh. I, I you mean, wouldn't get so angry. I mean, look. Interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't get angry. I would say, okay, no. you know. You listen. would laugh. Yeah, I would. Yeah. If you like, know in your heart exactly. that it's true. Because it, cause you would. Yeah. No. no, but you'd just be like, okay, yeah, whatever, bud. Have a nice day. Yeah. Even yeah. if I won an election, somebody, somebody said, yeah, you cheat. I go, well, then ordered it. And you know what? Yeah. If you find out there was cheating and I lost and you won, I'll live with that. Yeah, well, yeah. I care. I want but to in your heart, if you know you didn't, I it's kind of like the Johnny Depp thing. Yeah, if he's I won, laughing because yeah, he knows it's all bullshit. If I want yeah. him win, whatever, I, you know. But yeah, exactly. Unless this guy just kept bugging him and bugging him and yeah. bugging him. I don't know. Flipped out on. Him. I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know. There's so many things about it. I, the one I think you made up a great point. Why aren't we back? And not, so, I'm not even saying that it's fake. Years. I'm just saying why aren't we back with technology now? Nobody's saying it's fake or real. Whatever. No, we're not conspiracy theorists, but that's a good question. 
Why, why didn't we go back? Why didn't we go back? Yeah. I mean, I'm just being skeptical. That's all. I'm asking we, questions. No, a lot of good it? stuff oh, you... with orbits and satellites and, you know, uh, uh, GPS and all that, all that satellites, the Space Force and all that. We know that. That's all true. Yeah. But what I'm saying is why didn't we go back on the moon? Because they have, um, I mean, on the moon, there's a lot of natural resources that we would need, you know, so. Well, yeah. that's the other thing. Why did, you know, I don't think this whole, with Trump coming out with the Space Force, I, well, don't, think this, thank you. I don't think this was random. Thank well, that you. That was a good thing to come out with the Space Force, because if you have a satellite, yeah. you could you could target any country and bombard them with a nuclear weapons. You, you could fly, launch nuclear weapons from space, so you need a Space Force. Right. Yeah. Why not? But, uh, but like, and I, they continued that, by the way. It wasn't a wacky thing. Yeah. 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 No, but they sure. marketed it as that, like, oh, this is just Trump doing well, crazy shit. Well, he did was going to be marketed yeah. as not good, you know. Yeah. But that leads me to believe that there's stuff, a lot of things we don't know. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and look, if a if a secret weapon that we may have, like the stealth bomber, if people could think it's a UFO and it's really a stealth bomber, let them think it's a UFO because that's secret. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's that's why I was trying to get the point. I was trying to get back in the beginning is we say UFOs all the time, but we meant aliens. That's why I was trying to the yeah. distinction because yeah, you can do like um the the Area Fifty One can come out with some new fighter jet that's going to be in ten years and no one knows what the hell it is and mm. it's a UFO because mm. it's unidentified flying object. Yeah. No, but yeah, let them think it. I know. I think a lot of those ones, the ways that they're moving, like we said, the G forces they're pulling. We don't have can't any. That. We have. Well, there was one uh, person testifying the congressional hearing. He said, "There's nothing that we have or any country has on Earth that can move like that." Yeah, a propulsion system that can move like that. Yeah, that's it's. Uh, oh God, his name is Fl- Bob Bazaar. Oh, Bob yeah. Bazaar. Uh, he was he was on uh, Rogan. Uh, yeah, he said that when he worked there, right. Um, the, the by the way he's not technology. crazy I, no he's not i saw him uh interviewed on rogan i thought he was genuine okay oh oh so you're thinking from a, 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 a like your psychologist yeah, yes. psychological yeah. oh yeah 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 I no i think he's the real deal I, I don't think he was lying he's a brilliant guy I yeah gotta, i gotta listen to this one. oh yeah oh, bob bazaar yeah, yeah him and uh what's the other guy that was the writer yes the jeremy one... somebody yeah. he the beard the guy with the, the, guy beard. With the beard. Yeah, yeah 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 so keep in mind when you're watching this don this his with Rogan. I don't know if he went back on, but it was he went free. twice. Twice. He went twice. Okay. Once he had him alone, and then he had him with uh, Jeremy, the, the guy that wrote the book that actually. Yeah. 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 And wrote I think the book about Lazar. And they did also. He's the one who also directed the. Um, there's a Netflix documentary in it. That's right. Yeah. And keep in mind, this is before 2020 when they remember when the pandemic was happening and the government was like, "Yeah, it's real," right? This is before that, so keep in mind. Um, that everything because he's this guy's been criticized since 1986 he didn't work in area 51 he worked in another one i think it was like 40 something and he said that the the technology that the ufos have is i i it's basically not like a rocket ship that pro, that comes off no. it's like uh what what's the word i'm looking for like you propulsion you, yeah propulsion and like that's what lifts it up it's like you're pushing out and it's not fire it's, it's like that uh, one fighter jet that we have what do you call it's it? reverse gravity it's, no, 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 no! Not the Harriet jump jet. No, 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 this no, is like no, no, this like is like that. bending gravity and like yeah, reversing it and to lift you it, up. It's, okay, it's the propulsion. It, I think the propul- It's a propulsion system that's beyond nuclear energy or anything that we could comprehend. It, it's like taking. Um, a uh, Harrier jump jet and going back to 1492. Yeah. <laughs> that that's and that's why Did I, they understand yeah. it. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. They think like you said before. They think they're gods. They would think yeah. they were gods and would bow down to you. Or devil or whatever. Holy crap. Yeah. 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 Man. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so – you can't possibly 
dispute any of this at this point. There's so many instances. There's so many. There's so much data out there saying most that people, we're not alone. Yeah, most people believe that we're not alone. Yeah. Yeah, I would think. Yeah. What bothers me? No, no. Most people do. Mm. What bothers me is that like most people, like you said, 95% of people think or 99% think that there's aliens out there, right? And then we start talking about stuff like this and then they're like, no, you're crazy. No, it's stupid. What are you talking about? Well, then some of them were alone because if there's billions of galaxies, trillions of stars, trillions of galaxies – any of this could be possible. Well, yeah. If a person says that, you probably can't even have that conversation. Yeah, yeah. true. It's, it's, you yeah. can't. Yeah. And I'll listen to that person like that. But if everybody um, says that... Uh, no. Nope. Uh, I just keep going. Yeah, keep going, yeah. We're good. Yeah. Perfect. If anybody, Camera malfunction. That's okay. If anybody says to you that they don't believe it, or, that's fine. But yeah. if, I'll listen to them. Tell me why. And, you know, yeah, if it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Because you Perfect. might be right. Aliens, man. You got anything else you want to share about aliens and UFOs and extraterrestrial well, I've been, encounters? I, I've been interested in in uh, UFOs um, for like 50 years. And, you know, I probably saw a lot of the stuff that you guys are talking about. And I, I don't believe we're alone. I, like I said, they could be from our future. They could be from another planet. They, they, if they are from another planet, I would say they're more robotic they're more like, for for example, artificial intelligence, okay? So think think of that they could have a robot. You know, you ever see some of the robots that we're building now? They're quite human. Yeah. I mean, you can launch them and because, because it takes a long time. But think about it. If you launch somebody and it's, oh, let's say Alpha Centauri, which is four light years away. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you'd have to travel 186,000 uh, miles per second for four years to reach the nearest habitable star to us but when you go to the speed of light time goes differently Mm -hmm. and what happens is you will only age four years but when you come back say your girlfriend was 25 years old she'd be 85 years old now she lives yeah shit yeah that's where this interstellar is a documentary no for sure it's relativity yeah yeah, no honestly i think that's uh perfect so they would have to send maybe robots i i don't and then again i'm speculating because you just don't know yeah i would say that people say like aliens are they good or bad i would say they must be pretty good because we'd be decimated by now yeah yeah if they were truly evil they would would kick the shit out of us yeah it would would be no energy yeah your relationships it'd be no yeah no no keep on no i was gonna say to me having this mindset of you know aliens all that stuff it makes everything else like, why get worked up? <laughs> yeah, you know, no, you shouldn't get worked up. Yeah, when I aliens can probably destroy you in, a, in an instant. You know, yeah. well, when you said before, like, you know, how do you gain confidence? How how, how do you take chances in life? I mean, um, I studied the samurai too. They they said you, the first thing they teach a samurai or a Spartan is to eliminate their fear of death, and and. They have them have their, their own funeral because that's the that's the most thing that people fear. Think of something that people wow. fear. They really fear death. COVID, they fear death. Yeah. They fear death so much that they feared it more than, you know, say, Army Rangers attacking D-Day where they had a, a gravely certain right, right. death rate that was much higher. So it all depends on what it is. That same thing with UFOs. You hope they're benevolent. 
they might, but you're right. They would have probably blew us up and you eliminate that fear and then you could go on with your life. So yeah. if they're malevolent and they attack us, there's probably not much we could do anyway. Right. Cool. That's what I think. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. if you're in a simulation, you'll get reset. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like a pinball machine. Yeah. 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 You get Here, rebooted. Karma. Go. You know how many times I've yeah. reset games because again. I was losing? Yeah. Karma. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. It will reset you. I'm just, it's so interesting, all this stuff, you know? Now, yeah. yeah. we talking about relationships before. Like, imagine if you had a date uh, that, that really liked some of this stuff. Imagine how intriguing that would be. Oh, that would be the best yeah. conversation. Yeah. You could have a great, it really would. Great, you could have a great sexual relationship, but when that's over, what are you talking about? Yeah, what are you, what are you talking, talking about? about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I like how I like the, the the comparison between we how we would jump from relationship to aliens, but then it's also funny because... You jump from yeah, aliens to relationship. I love it. I yeah. love it. This it's is true. great. Maybe we're aliens. Oh, we possibly. Could be. We could be. Like maybe you're an alien. I could be yeah. from the future. I could be coming to this podcast. Yeah, the same. Holy yeah. oh, shit! Do we get big in the future? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so you, so hold on. I think I just found out your secret. You're an alien from the future that wanted to come on this show to tell us about the future. Yeah, and if that was the truth, <laughs> I love you guys so much that I would give you the pick six number. Yeah, oh, please, and that that would prove that I'm a real alien. Yeah, you're not gonna pull out the. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm not. Oh, um, man. Paul, I was gonna say if you're listening to this, man, your dad's an alien dad. I was gonna say, is, are you gonna pull out the marker and say you'll never remember this? Yeah, you know, like, like our men, men, men in black. black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's well, another documentary. Like the mob, they, they get you not to remember stuff. Pow! Yeah, exactly. Oh, Why take a chance? Man. Exactly. Yeah. So if you don't hear from us, if this doesn't get posted, uh, Gus may be an alien. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, a human. I mean, I wish I would. Look, I'll tell you what. Or maybe we are, like you said. Maybe. Maybe we're, we're the future and we become the aliens. Sorry. We, I, I, we I, could, I no, 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 no. I'm just saying, uh, you know, I mean, if, yeah, one of my, if somebody said to me, like, they, they say I met an alien. And they say, oh, we could show you the universe. I would gladly go with them. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. What if the Earth is a giant flying saucer? Uh, like like a biosphere that's flying through space. Yeah, maybe we're just... Maybe well, 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 the Earth well, is the giant UFO. Well, technically, it, technically it is. Because if you have the sun in the middle, you have the planets orbiting, the sun is also moving, and so are the planets. Yeah. The universe is very dynamic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not linear. Yeah, yeah. one no. of my, my hobbies was <laughs> one of my hobbies was astronomy. I used to have a nice telescope, but that was when I was a lot younger. So wow, yeah, but we're it's dynamic. You're constantly moving. The universe is dynamic and changing. But whatever's going inside in the vast universe is also going inside every cell in your body. There's metabolism, catabolism, right? right? I mean, all that is taking place. Shit. Do you think there's civilizations that we don't know about under the under the underground? I don't think so. I think no. that they, that um, certain civilizations were very advanced, and I think they got wiped out. I mean, you know, the continent of Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. I think the uh, could have been the ancient Romans, the Greeks, some of the Chinese may have been very smart. I think that if we didn't say the Roman Empire, uh, Eastern Eastern Empire, or Western Empire, if it didn't collapse, I think the rate that they were going with their science. In 1492, we'd be landing on the moon instead of Columbus just discovering America. Wow. It's when we, they got invaded and they fell apart. And they fell apart from the inside out. Mm. They were split. If you read um, Seneca and in one of his memoirs, and Seneca was a Roman philosopher. He talks about, if you read that small book, it might only be like about 120 pages. 
and I read it, you would think that he's talking about what's happening here. Now. Oh, yeah, no, uh, for sure. So, yeah, so, we're so getting, it's yeah. like we're almost like the Roman Empire. Like, I mean, you know, except the Roman Empire lasted for thousands of years. Our, re our republic is very young, so. Right. But you fall apart from the inside first, yeah. Yeah. But could could those civilizations been advanced? Yeah, I think I think they were. Mm. Nice. You know. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, final thoughts for the show, Gus. We talked about a lot. Um, I mean, okay, so yeah, I mean, relationships. Just remember, compatibility is key. Um, conflict resolution, if you're able to do that. Aliens, I mean. Everybody's got their opinion on it. I, I do believe in aliens. I think it's a it's a great topic. It's I'm constantly researching it. Do I believe they're out there? Yes. Um, might some of the sightings been earthly? Definitely. But some of them, like you said, some of the movements that you see, nothing we have has that propulsion system, which mm -hmm. tells me it's out of world. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, and they're not lights. Yeah, no, they're not lights. Yeah. No, I'm nothing moves like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Joe, yeah. final thoughts for the show. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, if we're gonna go back to the beginning with confidence, um, and because you asked like well, how to build confidence, you just don't yeah. don't care what anyone thinks. And I'm working on this still, and I got better. You just really once you stop caring what other people think, that's when you start to blossom and you bloom. Yeah, I mean, when you, I that's a good point. Like when you when you say you care about what people think. You know, how you dress, whatever. I mean, are you really doing it for yourself or are you just being yourself? And with relationships, you really need to find somebody you're compatible with who, I mean, obviously you want to be clean and somewhat fashionable, whatever, but they love you for you. They yeah. like you for you. You know, I mean, obviously if you're bizarre and you're dressed, <laughs> you might find a, a girl that likes that though. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You know, yeah. you know, they might have like pink hair, purple hair, and then you've got to fit along they're not going to get you know a person like that doesn't want somebody that's more conservative or whatever i mean a, another a, a woman that's very fashionable might like a guy that's a gq type guy you know she can't look like that all the time yeah neither could sure. she yeah for sure you know the clothing yeah. everything that's just in the movies you know but yeah it all depends but and keeping in shape you know remember confidence has a physical aspect a psychological aspect and a spiritual aspect and it's how you carry yourself with confidence yeah nice love it love it right. love that right. yeah done anything with you yeah uh you know i i think it's very important to you know relationships are our whole life yeah so it's very important to find out who you are hopefully at a young age and don't jump into, I would think, don't jump into a relationship just to be in one. Yeah. Be don't, in a healthy one. Don't get desperate. Don't yeah. get desperate. Don't compromise. Yeah. Look, you have to compromise in any conflict resolution. And, you know, there's, you could have a win-win situation. I mean, not everybody's going to feel like they won, but the conflict is over. Right. You got to have that. If you don't, you're going to be in big trouble. Pick, picture it this way. Don't picture it a male-female or a romantic relationship. But picture you have a business relationship and you can't compromise with your business partner or one of the people that you have to do business with. You're not always going to win. You're going to meet in a gray area and move forward and keep the business afloat and make some money. That's your goal. Well, it's the same thing with a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. Your goal is to keep the relationship together, have it open and honest, and move it forward. But... What I'm saying is you got to look at yourself. And if you're so far gone that you can't have, well, three words come to mind, respect, understanding, and trust. 
Respect, understanding, and trust. Never mind love, but you have to have in a relationship respect, understanding, trust. If you don't, if somebody doesn't have that and you don't have that, it's going to fail. You got to have that. So if you meet somebody that doesn't have respect, understanding, and trust, it's not going to work. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you got to go with it. That's, um, those are some really good points. And that's why I think, like, just what you said is so important because, like, Man, just try to be, you know, you got to be happy in this life. You know, we're here for a short time, but make your relationships genuine and and, and Yeah, good, you, you know, know yeah. I, I could tell you that uh, being my age, it's just time just goes fast. And yeah. when I was your age, I always uh, thought, yeah, time is on my side. I could do this. I could mm-hmm. do that. And while I don't have any regrets, the only thing I would do different is just not take life as seriously as I did. Because okay. you got to have a little fun. And just know, like, if you're a good person, which most of us are, that, you know, life will throw you some knuckleballs and curveballs, but you can weather each storm and you believe in God and a higher power and that we're not alone. And, you know, your God could be just the love that you have from your family. You're not alone and you'll be okay. Yeah. You'll be okay. You'll weather every storm. And that's the same thing that you have in a relationship, you know. Don't expect it to be perfect, but there's certain thresholds that you should never put up with like, yeah like getting knifed or getting a dog smashed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> right exactly i think that's an awesome uh place yeah. to end it there yeah. and yeah. gus i just want to say appreciate you coming on guys any time yeah um, glad to be always here. a fun time when yeah, we get together time. here yeah, yeah, and yeah. always conversations always go i say i love them so much there's gonna it. just say there's gonna be a part three there's gonna be multiple yeah. uh, if you if you would like to come back yeah so you're always welcome here on the show school so this is the best way i can reach Hell yeah. Always, always welcome. Yeah. Love but, it. Uh, it's a great form. You know, to, being able to do a podcast and what you guys are doing is very valuable. Very valuable. And if people just open their minds mm-hmm. and listen, give feedback, it's the way we learn. Well, it really is. if you could tell the aliens to uh, send some more viewers and, yeah. and stuff. Well, you know what? Way, I, want to tell, I, want to, I want to tell everybody I know to watch it. Yeah. And yeah. Hell yeah. I, I wasn't. I, I kind of. Didn't do that with the first one, but I'm going to do it with all of them. Yeah, I want to do it. Awesome. Yeah, great. Well, Thank uh, you. Guys, you can likes. find us on Instagram at We'll Take It From Here Podcast. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Don Shoemaker Jr. Joe is at Joe Francesco 48. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and Gus. That boomer Gus, Yes, that, that boomer, boomer therapist. therapist. I that loser therapist. Ther- I mean, boomer oh, therapist. therapist. <laughs> the, best, the best name in the game, that boomer <laughs> therapist. So... Guys, you can uh, listen in each week on Thursdays. Yeah, perfect. See you guys uh, next week. Ciao.